Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, me and dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Monday episode of the show. And the big game is finally here as we hit Super Sunday with the last game of the football season. And as always, Bet Online has you covered from odds, scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. Bet Online's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to those Vegas casino games, Bet Online is the number one online wagering destination. So head on over, check it out. They have a newly updated website. And if you sign up today, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. Bet Online is where the game starts. Kyle, happy Monday to you. You know, it would be a happy Monday, but I'm sitting here looking at Chris wearing this fresh new merch that we were so ready for. We were together, Joe, for 10 days. 10. And literally, literally a few hours after we departed, all the stuff showed up. All the all fresh, fresh TDN swag. Yeah. Yeah. Chris I'm had to leave. flaunt it here as we listen. Gentlemen, gentlemen. It's a cozy sweat. It's a cozy sweatshirt. I got a camo hat on that we got as well while we were down there. We were well, listen. We embraced the elements last week. It was raining. It was cold. That's one way to put it. We we, we, we embraced much a choice. last week. Yeah, no, we were out there watching football, watching players. Now we're back. This is my first appearance on the show in like two and a half weeks, I think, or something like that. Mm. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome, welcome back. back. Yeah. Major Chris. Hey Joe, I got some. Uh, I got some very. Uh, Embarrassing photos of Ben Major Chris on my phone that I'd like to share with you uh, wow. throughout the are, course of this week. Throughout the course oh. of this week. Are they as embarrassing as Joe's pass rep against me yesterday in the oh hotel lobby? God. Can't even get oh, five no. minutes into the show. You, you tell me. Oh, that's a good picture. Oh, why do you have that? Wow. Because this is what Kyle does. Kyle is a master troll, and he's just prepared for me to have a take that he disagrees with, and then he's just going to use that against me. It's right, Chris so, at Disney World wearing right. a Mickey Mouse hat with the Mickey ears. Right. Kind of like his, his his like his headphones are right now. Just I'll put it on Twitter. I'm not scared. <laughs> Go ahead. Full send. So obviously coming off the heels of All-Star week, two weeks, and uh, a lot of observations have been made. Uh, our collective scouting group has has worked through. That was a really fun exercise that we did collectively as a group between Keith, Damian, Joe, and myself. And that video content is going to be dropping for you guys throughout the course of the next, uh, presumably couple of weeks, because we did like 50 something players <laughs> that we did these breakdowns on. So uh, a lot of footage but, to go through a lot of footage to go yes. through, but yes, videos are coming. Chris is now grinding the tape, uh, but <laughs> we, we are uh, going to go through some of our observations here on the show today as we get ready for this couple-week stretch between now and the NFL Combine. Yes. Very good things. Yeah, Chris grinding different kinds of tape, but looking forward to it, man. 
So our main talking point today on the podcast is looking at my mock draft that just came out on Sunday. And within that, there are several players from the Senior Bowl that either elevated their status within the first round or entered the chat (laughs) or rose within the first round. And so I think we can probably focus a lot of that discussion today on the podcast and I'm guessing the the place to start is with Malik Willis, the quarterback from Liberty, who has not been the first quarterback off the board in any of my mock drafts to this point. And this is my sixth iteration. And he inspired the belief in me from watching him this week that he could be QB1. And he has the arm talent, the mobility, and you could tell that he's got command and confidence, which you would think – There's a work ethic piece to that that is going to exist, that's going to allow him to take that next step. And as we consider the top quarterbacks in the NFL and and their skill sets, you know, Malik Willis falls more in line with them than these other quarterbacks in this class. And so, Kyle, I know you've kind of brought up this talking point of, you know, an elite trait. The best quarterbacks in the NFL have an elite trait. Well, when you ask me about, the quarterbacks in this class that aren't Malik Willis, I'm really not coming up with an answer to that question. With Malik Willis, I can point to arm talent and mobility as those trump cards that inspires me to think that he could be the actual difference maker in this class at quarterback for some team. I guess the question, because obviously he's slotted at six, um, I have two questions as it pertains one to Malik specifically. And the other one is more of a big picture uh, question. Uh, What was it with Malik this week that you saw that has brought this kind of epiphany, if you will, of of we've all kind of been battling our own personal path to find who we want to put in that top (laughs) spot. And uh, now coming out of senior bowl week, it's, it's Malik. And then I guess my other question would be, what is your response? I know what my response would be, but what would your response be to anybody who looks at this mock draft and says, oh, this is overreaction to three days worth of practice at an all-star? Well, I think the big thing for Malik was distancing himself from Liberty and that tempo offense that really wasn't the best opportunity to showcase himself and his skill set with a poor supporting cast. I'm not sure there's going to be other NFL players from that offense. And getting him with some pro coaching and seeing the growth throughout the week, and even on Monday, or excuse me, Tuesday, which was the first day of practice, which I thought was his worst day of practice, he still had the five best throws of the week probably in that in that session. And so when you see just in a small sample size growth already, I get excited about seeing what it looks like when he's on a team with an offensive coordinator, with NFL players and and how he can continue to evolve and, and improve. Um, the second part of your question there was, if you can remind me, please. What would you say to anybody who perceives sample size? Yeah, the, yeah, the perceives, sample size of Senior Bowl changing your perspective. I think the Senior Bowl matters most for players like Malik Willis, guys that are smaller school players that didn't necessarily have the best opportunities to showcase their skill set. And so for some players, I I wouldn't say for some, I would say almost every player, nothing really changed. But there are a handful of guys that move the needle. And a lot of times it's just based on an exposure 
for them to doing something that they weren't asked to do that's a better showcase of their abilities. And and Malik Willis, a quarterback at Liberty, really fits that description. And I thought gave me more confidence in reconciling what we saw against the, the tape at Liberty where it was pretty uneven play based on what I think he can do now after watching him for three days up close and personal with um, pro coaching and a better supporting cast. Fair enough. Want to make some money? How about you invest it in an exciting asset that's outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% for 25 years? I'm talking about art. Masterworks is the new investing app that lets you invest in blue chip paintings from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol without needing millions. Over 300,000 people have already signed up, so get priority access with our new unique promo where you can log on to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash believe, B-L-E-A-V, and see important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclosures. Not the only risers uh, in the top 10, although one of the other players you've put in the top 10 has... has been floating around in that range and that being Kenny Pickett but uh Jermaine Johnson appearing at number 10 is the other big riser uh, at the top of your mock Joe and uh, and obviously this guy came out and blew up every offensive lineman lined up against him for two days of practice called it a day from there uh, the damage was done he's made the impact and um I'm inclined to agree with you uh but that slot there with the Jets would just love to hear your thoughts on that fit. Well, I thought about him at seven with the Giants, but then at the time of making the mock draft, Patrick Graham was still expected to be the defensive coordinator, and I like the idea of David Ajabo there in that kind of odd front where they're going to you know, walk up that outside linebacker and use him as a rush linebacker, where I thought Jermaine Johnson as a 4-3 end in Robert Saylor's defense was a better fit. And so based on who the Giants hire at, defensive coordinator I may be inspired to put him as high as number seven but between the Giants at seven the Jets at 10 the Vikings at 12 I mean I feel like that's his basement right there I'm not sure he gets past 12 and so there are some destinations here that make a lot of sense and I think he's proven a very balanced skill set technical refinement and he continued just this ascension where he flashed at Georgia in 2020 dominated all season for Florida State in 2021 And, I mean, he was the best player across those two days of practice, regardless of position at the Senior Bowl. Trevor Penning, 14, massive riser. I mean, we've been putting Trevor Penning in the 20s, right? So this isn't a crazy jump, but the fit at at 14 with Baltimore, I absolutely love when you consider his style of play, his size and stature, the – durability of Ronnie Stanley now the last couple of years you know they 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 need some high level play from other spots on that line and and I think Penning can provide them with that and in a quarterback with Lamar who likes to utilize his legs and run on the perimeter and J.K. Dobbins coming back which are points you made in your mock Joe I think about like I can't think of a better place for him to go when the big question that he has is is framing pass rushers off the edge with consistency based on transitioning from the level of competition that he played at. Yeah. Put him, put him to Baltimore and he's fine. Right. I think he's, 
even if Ron Lee, Ronnie Stanley's back and, and is a lockdown left tackle again, this guy can be your right tackle, and they have a need there. So Ronnie Stanley or not, I think they have a need on this offensive line, and Trevor Penning fits perfectly. And when you think about the return of Lamar Jackson next year and J.K. Dobbins, if I'm Baltimore, I want to maximize those two players. And I think the way you do that is by solidifying this offensive line and getting a player like Penning that just fits their pedigree and is going to continue that powerful, nasty demeanor that they like to have up front and really maximize what you have in that backfield. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And while all the threats that you face today on the internet, it's important now more than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN that you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. I believe our next senior bowl player is Zion Johnson. Yes. At 23. Yeah, and, and Zion guard from from Boston College has been a player I think we've been mocking in the first round, kind of in that 20 to 32 range. I know that you and I have fought over him for the Bills and, and Dolphins and um, makes a sense for a lot of teams. And really the team that pops for me is Arizona, which is where I mocked him. And I just think about the evolution of this offense and this scheme. And I think they've got to find ways to run the football with more consistency and be a little bit more two-dimensional and being able to lean on that um, and the threat of running the football more than they do. And Zion Johnson is a guy that's going to get after it in the run game. He's good on the move. So if you like to pull your lineman, I mean, Zion is that type of player. He's going to climb to the second level. He can handle guys right on top of him. He's also an outstanding pass blocker. And so whether you want to keep him at guard, which is what I would do, or you know, eventually he can be looked at as a center. I know that Rodney Hudson's there, um, and I wouldn't be e- eager to move on from him. But like, if you feel like that's where you can get some value out of him in the future, that's fine. But I think he's a plug-and-play offensive lineman that's immediately going to help Arizona up front and you know, in, in particular help them run the football better, which is going to make their offense better. Devontae Wyatt uh, for the Buffalo Bills at 25. Daniel Falele at 28 for the Green Bay Packers. And technically, I guess Jahan Dotson could technically count, although he was not <laughs> down there, uh, but he was a yeah. senior bowl, except an invite at one point in time. But th- those are our last two uh, game and practice participants to land in your mock. So Devontae Wyatt to the Bills at 25. I think everything about the behavior of – Brandon Bean in the past is going to tell you that he's going to invest in defensive line early. Uh, They have a need there. Um, The only defensive tackles in particular that are under contract next year are Ed Oliver and Star Latulade. And I wouldn't be surprised that after June 1st, Star fell off the roster. And so they need to retool that spot. And Brandon Bean said, look, 
I know that I've invested in the trenches on the D-line before. He said, don't be surprised when I do it again. And so Wyatt is a guy that I think could play the one or the three and provide a an option alongside that Oliver to shore up the middle of the Bills defense. And I thought he showcased himself well in one-on-ones, very explosive, showed some good hand usage. And, you know, he didn't play in the game or or participate on the Thursday practice, but Tuesday and Wednesday he was outstanding. Uh, and then Daniel Falele to the Minnesota Vikings at number 28. I mean, this guy's a monster, right? Six, eight, three, eighty-seven, all the length you could ever want, 11-inch hands. And the Packers, I mean, that offensive line was stressed last year with injuries. They've had several key veterans leave in recent years, and they kind of need to retool it. And that's regardless of whether or not Aaron Rodgers is back or not. They need to get better on the offensive line. And Falele, he's going to widen gaps in the run game, and he's a lot to get around in pass protection. The key is just making sure that he can play inside out a little bit more and protect the B-gap, but he hasn't really had to do that based on how he was used at Minnesota. And so he got beat inside a bit during senior bowl practices, but I think that's just him having to adapt to that threat more, and I have no concerns about him being able to actually do that and so Falele is a guy that I think is in the conversation for the first round I don't think he's a slam dunk first rounder but I mean this guy's a top 40 guy and I can definitely see I mean even Miami at 29 we'll see actually with the with the run scheme that they're going to run but uh, the Bengals at 31 there's going to be spots for Falele at at the end of the first round um, in multiple areas so let me ask you this who was the senior bowl participant that you were most mad you left off or couldn't find a spot for? Perrion Winfrey from Oklahoma. Um, he's the easy answer here. And I thought about going back and kind of finding a spot for him. But, you know, that probably would have been Green Bay and that probably would have meant Falele didn't make it. And I just feel like for them, the offensive line has to be the priority um, for them, regardless of who's playing quarterback. But Perrion, man, I mean, what a career. A hungry guy coming out of the Juco ranks. Um was a zero tech at Oklahoma, but he found a way to make plays. And obviously the, the senior bowl MVP had a great week of practice and you know he's going to go in the top 40 picks for sure. Today's show brought to you by better help is something preventing you from achieving your goals. What interferes with your happiness? Check out betterhelpcom slash draft dudes. Better help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient and you can even start communicating in under 48 hours. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can even schedule weekly video or phone sessions all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to the counselors located near you. Anything you share is confidential and it's convenient, professional, and affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash draft dudes. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash draft dudes. So Kyle, let me kind of flip some of this back on you. Yeah. What What did you observe in, in reading through this mock draft? I mean, I could tell by your emoji reaction on Twitter that you just loved everything that happened. Yeah, um, I hit but, you with the trash can. Yeah, yeah. Which, But that's only, that's only keeping the energy of... Yeah everybody else you know yeah my face dude do i got i gotta mirror the timeline 
I got fired. Somebody said you're fired as general manager of the Atlanta Falcons, which I think is amazing because I got fired from a job I never held. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, but you know, I'm here um, for a whiff. See, oh, we Kenny Pickett. We didn't talk about. He went uh, to Denver um, at nine. nine, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll defer to you on any Senior Bowl specific takes as it relates to my mock draft. I I thought we'd get one of the other edge rush guys uh, sneak Boye. one in. Yeah, Boye Mafe, who Daniel Jeremiah called a first-round talent. He did. Over he the did. weekend, called him a first-round talent. Or uh, potentially um, Cameron Thomas, who we didn't see much of. Um, he had a cameo appearance, if you will, uh, at the Senior Bowl. <laughs> right. But one of, those, one of those two guys, I was kind of expecting like one last hot nugget there in the last eight picks. Um, but it's it's hard to argue with a lot of names that you ended up dropping in. Um, and, and the slide of guys like Karloftis and DeMarvin Leal obviously left fewer spots for those kinds of players to to get their name called. So Kyle, why don't I mean we probably haven't given enough love to Boye Mafe after a really good week of practice and then just several high impact plays during the game. Why don't you uh, tell everyone about this Minnesota edge rusher? Sure. So uh, real quick, I'm pulling up my write up on him so we can give him the appropriate levels of love. Uh, this is a TDM 100 prospect coming into the week. We had him uh, at 87th. I think he'll Going probably up. be higher when we, when we do our next polling. Uh, and we obviously have not done cross checks. We're starting cross checks like next week. So um, that is going to open the door for some renewed enthusiasm for around some of these prospects once we get multiple scouts grading uh, the same player. But uh, I had him graded as a third-round prospect coming into the week. Uh, my comp for him was Josh Uche, uh, who was, a believe, a second-round pick of the New England Patriots. Uh, he does – he did, I should say, at Minnesota. Plenty of those same things as far as a versatility standpoint goes, but he's long, he's super explosive, um, and he got a chance to just go after it. And I, I do think uh, his production in the game and throughout uh, the course of the week was a testament to uh, maybe a lack of depth for offensive tackles at this year's event. I think you look at the top offensive tackles, you feel really good at, about them. But uh, the full depth of the offensive tackles in, in this year's Senior Bowl, I don't think gave you too many. I look at too many starters. I think most of those high-level starters are underclassmen. So, um yeah, he, he's made himself some money, and his first step is really, really dynamic, and I think you saw that this week uh, with just how slippery he was and that prototypical length. If he continues to build out his hand counters, he's going to be really, really fun to watch blossom as a pro player. Do you have a – do you think he's a scheme-specific guy or is he kind of a universal fit? Um, I think he could play Sam in an underfront. I think he could play 3-4 rush linebacker. I don't know that I would play him as a 4-3 end. Um, I'd like to see him coming out of a 2, two-point stance. So, But he, he, is a, he is a reasonable amount. Of, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> he has a reasonable amount of versatility. He's a stud, man. Explosive. He played with a lot of energy, too. He really popped and... I, I, this might be the first time we talked about him all week and or comparing to last week, and he deserved a lot of love because, man, 
he showed up and there's a lot of a lot of buzz for for Boye right now and it's deserved. Rightfully so. I hope you guys enjoyed this Monday episode of the show. I want to thank our friends over at Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast, as well as thank each and every one of you for your continued listenership. Make sure you hit subscribe. Come on back. See us again soon. Kyle Krabs, Joe Murner, Chris Schubert. Thanks for listening to Draft Dudes. Talk to you guys again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.